It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino at chumbacasino.com. Choose from hundreds of social casino-style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. VGW Void were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Blog Talk Radio. Good morning, everyone, and welcome to RealMentorsRadio.com. Troy Dooley, your host, and we have been gone running around, it seems like, for the last month. And it has just been one wild and crazy time. Just got back from a week of volunteering with the A-Team up in Atlanta at the Orange Conference. And I tell you what, I love these guys. It's fun to be able to to see friends and meet new people every six months. And that's basically what we do. In, in October, we do the Catalyst Conference. And in, in April, May, uh, we always do the Orange Conference. And I met some great folks uh, up there. Uh, Samuel Templeton, Sam for short, phenomenal leader, uh, works with Primerica and is, again, one of the servants. His wife's on staff at Orange at really Rethink. Orange is just their conference. But uh, dynamic folks. Spent a week up there as I watched people from all different spectrums of life come together to say we want to help raise up the next generation, whether you're a church leader, a teacher, or a parent. Uh, we saw them all. Met one of my old youth pastors, Danny Call, was there with his staff from his church in Springfield. Phenomenal, phenomenal time. Uh, Folks, this is what life is about. It's not always about making money. It's not always about trying to figure out what your next move is. It's just about getting away and serving. And that's exactly what I did. Met my wife back here at home on Saturday, first time in two weeks that we've seen each other. Haven't had a lot of time together with the kids and everything else going on. It's been crazy, uh, but glad to be in the same house with her. Uh, It's just one of those things that you build on and you enjoy. Today we are in Chapter 9. It's actually the ninth principle. It's funny, too. Achieve financial freedom. That's something a lot of the times I think we don't even realize what it means. Or or those of us that that are striving financial for financial freedom, we think it's all about money. And that's something that I think it's just instilled in us probably at an early age. But Chris opens the book up like this. He says, find financial freedom. Make 150000 from home in the next 90 days. How many of us have seen something like that? We either get it in a direct mail piece or it's in our email, spam, something. And I think it's because financial freedom over the last decade or two has been the buzzword whether you're in the baby boomer generation, Generation X, or Generation Y, it seems that financial freedom is there. It's, it's like we're all in pursuit of something, but we don't know what it is. And the question is, if we're in pursuit of financial freedom and we don't know what it is, what are we really pursuing? And that's what this ninth principle is about, is understanding what financial freedom is. And I want you to know this straight off the bat. It's not about how much money you earn or even how much money you have. It's about how you find financial freedom, which may or may not 
involved money. See, that's what Chris is going to talk about in this ninth principle. He says the first step, get out a pen and paper if you don't have it out. He says the first step in finding financial freedom is to realize that financial freedom has absolutely nothing to do with how much money you have or make. And I think this is key. If you don't get that, you'll not get the rest of the chapter. See, financial freedom is something that's inside of you. Dave Ramsey talks about this a lot. I suggest going back in the archives, listening to Entre Leadership, because Dave really digs deep into financial freedom just in that one book, and it will be something that can help you out. But, but today, as we dig in here and we look at this, if you start to understand that financial freedom has nothing to do with the money but has something to do with what goes on inside of you, then all of a sudden you're going to start to you're going to start to see it you're going to start to feel it see financial freedom like so many other things in our life has to do with our attitudes maybe it's our attitude towards money maybe it's our attitude towards success maybe it's our attitude just towards life in general had a Interesting conversation yesterday. I'm not going to tell you with who because it's irrelevant. But it's somebody that's closer to me than my brother. And as we were talking and we were sharing throughout the day, this is probably the first time in my life where my life experiences about happiness, about death, about suicide, about marriage, about raising kids, all came to fruition in one conversation. And as I was studying Chris's book on financial freedom, on, on this just this one chapter, I started to realize how much I'd already learned from his teaching and mentoring over the years. See, our attitudes and our life experiences are what really brings forth whether or not we have this financial freedom. Here's a few of the attitudes that, like Chris, I enjoy. Now, as, as I share these and you write them down, you may find that you don't have these attitudes, and that may be part of the reason you're not finding financial freedom. Number one, I don't have to worry about money. Now, I want you to understand, that attitude I have had since I was a kid. I, I literally would watch my mom and dad from the time that I can remember. Now understand, I grew up in the in the in the mid sixties, early seventies as a latchkey kid. My dad would work, my mama worked. So I'd go to school, come home, that was just the way it was. I watched them both both bust their butt so that we could just have that middle income lifestyle. But I also saw the stress levels. And I decided early on I'm just not gonna worry about money. And for the most part, money has not been my motivator. I need it to pay the bills. I need it for my end game. But it is not a means to an end. I mean, it's a means to an end. It's not the end game itself. I remember during, during a, a time when things were just tight in our family that my mom and dad did something that has gone down in my mind as the greatest Christmas present I've ever received. And probably outside of a couple of G.I. Joes that I got early on, this is the only Christmas present that I can honestly remember receiving from my mom and dad. 
And it was a town called Dooleyville that they made by hand. It had the hospital. It had the bank. It had a house for me and my brother. It had the grocery store. It had the car dealership. It had everything that you would have in a little town. Built, painted, and created by hand. wasn't about money. Happiness wasn't about the money. But that I, I, I know that was a catalyst in me not worrying about money. So you've got to have the attitude, because if you worry, here's what you end up saying. If I had more money, then I wouldn't have to worry about ellipsis, dot, dot, dot. I don't have to worry about anything. I, I, I would be able to, to have control. That, that isn't it. See, truly, you control your income and you, ex- you control your expenditures. Sadly, we all seem to have this instant gratification syndrome that we just want it, want it, want it, so we don't even wait. If we would take time to understand we don't have to worry about the money, then we could get on with things. Sir Edward Arnold wrote, each man makes his own prison. Worry is a prison. For you that, that call yourselves Christians, The first commandment is, do not put any other God before me. If you're worrying about money, then you just put worry as your number one God. Now, let's get on to number two, second attitude. I can be happy regardless of my financial state. I can do that. Some of the greatest experiences with my family, my immediate family, not my mom and dad, but my kids and me, were when we were dead busted broke, trying to build a business before we moved to Destin, and we would take the weekends and go camping. Cooking hot dogs over a fire, staying in a camper on some land that my father-in-law owned. We would go through the woods. We would go for drives in the country. We would sit around the campfire making s'mores. We'd cuddle up in the camper at night and just have a heyday. I mean, it was just fun. See, no matter what your financial state, you can be happy. It's not about the money. I know a lot of millionaires. I probably know more millionaires than the average person. Millionaires that are NFL players, former NFL players, coaches. I know businessmen. I know founders of companies. I know network marketers. You name it, I know them. They've got millions of dollars. Authors. It's it's fun. It's it, I love hanging out with these guys. You want to know the one thing that I found about them, men or, men or women, doesn't matter. Money didn't buy them happiness. They were either happy before they got the money or they were sad before they got the money. When they got the money, they were either either happy or they were still sad. See, this cotton-picking attitude that we think money is going to bring us happiness, uh, let, me, let me put it in perspective. Do you know the majority of people that win lotteries, become millionaires, are dead-busted, freaking broke in five years? Now, if money would buy you happiness, do you think they'd burn through that cash like that? They would realize, man, I've got to keep the money just to stay happy. But what do they do? They burn through the money because it has nothing to do with happiness. Excuse me there, I had to drink my... Life shots for this morning. This is one of the things that we don't seem to understand. It's never about the money. <clears throat> Number three, I can be happy. No, wait a minute. Number four, 
Money will be a means to an end, not the end in itself. And I mentioned that a minute ago. See, money pays the bills. Money takes care of the kids. Money allows me to give to charities. Because we're self-employed, we own two different businesses. Actually, we own more than that, but let's just talk about the two that we have. My consulting and, and public relations business and pages author, as an author, we are self-employed. Last week, I was able to go to Atlanta and volunteer my time all week long, not having to worry about money. Paige was able to take two weeks and go visit our son and take care of him and his wife and the baby and, and all that for two weeks, not having to worry about the money. Money was a means to the end. The end is what we were doing. I was volunteering, and she was taking care of family a thousand miles away. But if all you do is the money, the money, the money, the money, the money, you'll never get to do what it is you truly have a passion to fulfill. Your focus needs to be on your calling, on your purpose, on your mission, on your profession, your career, whatever it is you're doing. Here's the last one, the attitude that Chris and I have that we share. I'm free. I'm free to earn whatever I want to earn, free to make whatever I want to make, free to do whatever I want to do. Not because of the money, but because I know that if I want to do something bad enough, that's what I'll do. I'll use Dalton as an example. Dalton's 14 years old. Hurricane blasts down the Gulf of Mexico. Calls, Dad, I want to help. Okay, what do we want to do? I don't know. I'm going to raise funds. We're going to get some shirts. You've got the camper, and we got a smoker, so I want, I want to go and, and do something. Okay. And we create the Gulf Coast Disaster Relief Team. No money. Just a passion. We get in the camper. We hang out with some churches. We head to Mississippi. And we help take care of some people. Serving food to all the people that are hanging out there that need food. Thousands of people that we served that day. Actually, it was a whole weekend. Went back the following month and helped build a, a rebuild a couple's house. No money. It was all about serving. See, when you focus on the money, you don't ever take time to do anything else because you're getting freaking scared. People worry about the stock market going up or the stock market going down. You know, I've never worried about that. I invest heavily in the stock market. And usually I invest when the stock market's down. When Ford stock was less than a dollar a share, I bought it. And I kept buying it, and I kept buying it, and I kept buying it. And today it's like 11 12 bucks a share. You do the math. I don't worry about the stock market. I don't worry about the banks. I don't worry about what the media tells me the economy's doing. Do you realize that, that, that all that does is make you a slave? You're not free? Do you really care what the economy's doing in New York if you live in Texas? We have 50 individual states with tens of thousands of cities and towns, and the only economy that has to matter is the one that you happen to live in. And very few people have an economy that has been as bad as mine, living in the, the second most visited destination in the state of Florida because of the hurricanes, because of the oil spill, because of the crash of the real estate market. Do you think I worried about everybody else's economy? No, I worried about my friends and family here on this island. My economy or my income doesn't revolve around tourism, around fishing, but theirs do. See, that's what matters. But if you're wrapped up in yourself and you're worried about money, then you're not free. You don't enjoy. You're never able to fulfill or help others. 
Here's some of the other principles about financial freedom. Debt is the primary freedom killer. I know. I've been there. Today, we have no debt except our house payment. And because of the way we bought our home, that's a very, very low house payment. I have people that have car payments bigger than my house payment. King Solomon in Proverbs wrote, The borrower is the servant of the lender. We see that with our government. We see that as individuals. You need to get your debt under control. Again, you need to go buy Dave Ramsey's book. Really, you could go buy his other his his, his uh, long-term book, Money Makeover. You can go to DaveRamsey.com. I'm, I'm not a paid affiliate. I just love Dave and his team. Get your life in order. It's important. Second thing you got to do is you got to delay your or you got to embrace delayed gratification. If there's nothing else that I learned from my dad, it was delayed gratification. Take the time to put the money away. My mom was probably even better than this than dad was. But dad would 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 sock away some money and then he'd buy himself a new lapidary toy. Lapidary is just a fancy word for for making rock jewelry basically. Love that stuff. To this day, that's one of my 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 missions in life is to one day have all the tools that he has so that I can start learning how to make the jewelry that he used to make. I just love that stuff. But that's what he would do. Mom would want to go on a vacation, so she would penny and sock away money and put it in a jar until we had enough for vacation and off we'd go. See, that's what you have to do. You've got a second thing you've got to do is you've got to learn to manage your money better. See, financial freedom isn't about how much you earn or how much you're worth. I like to say financial freedom is all about how much money you keep. So I hear in my in my neck of the woods because I'm in network marketing and I do a lot of consulting and a lot of reporting and stuff like that. I get to see people all the time. Well, I've made a million dollars. Look at my check going across the stage. Look at the new car bonus. I don't give a rat's butt about any of that. What's your net worth? My good friend Richard Brooke is one of a few people in network marketing that has a net worth in the multi-millions. Richard's that way. Gary Racer's that way. BK Brayko's that way. Steve Wallach's that way. These are all small, you know, 100 million or less companies. And these are guys that have started out as distributors, worked their way up. And they all understood it's not how much money we make, it's about how much money we actually have. And they've been able to put it away, let it grow, invest wisely. And if their businesses went to pot today, they're multimillionaires because they have lived by these principles. Chris Widener, same same deal. So what's the financial equation that can set you free? Well, listen to what Chris writes here. How to get financial independence is not a mystery. Rather, financial independence is a very simple thing, truly. It is hard work and it takes time, but the process is very simple. In fact, financial independence can come from following a very simple plan. It's an equation. Get out your pen and paper if you haven't done it already, and let me share what the equation is. You ready? Smart decisions 
plus good math equals financial independence. Smart decisions plus good math equals financial independence. Now let me break it down in the last 10 minutes of the of the of the show. Here's a good decision. Get educated. Now Chris put go to college. Okay? And I understand that cuz he wears a suit and tie. But I don't care if you go to college. I want you to get an education. You might go in the military and get your education. You might go to a trade school and get your education. You might get a boatload of books and CDs and go mentor underneath somebody else. But you, at the end of the day, you have to get an education in what you're doing. Now, if you're going to be a doctor, a lawyer, a nurse, you're going to have to go to med school. You're going to have to do all that kind of stuff. But not all educations come from a four-year degree. Second thing Chris says is you got to get better training. One of the things that just burns my butt in network marketing is how many distributors with, with a good heart, with a passion, they want to be somebody, never become a student of our profession, let alone their business. If you want to build something that you can pass on, then you've got to get educated and you've got to get training. Where do you get training in network marketing? One of the best places, and this is a self-promotion, is MLMHelpDesk.com. One of the best books that you can buy is How to Select a Network Marketing Company by Darren Falter. Plain and simple, go to NetworkMarketingBook.com. If you say, Troy, I need more than that, okay, great. Go seek out Orrin Woodward, my good friend, and join his business, Life, so that you can get monthly personal enrichment and training and leadership material. But don't expect to build financial independence, financial freedom, if you're not educated, if you're not getting training on an ongoing basis. Third thing you've got to do is work hard. Matter of fact, not just work hard, but work smart. I don't know anything that comes in life that doesn't get doesn't come to you. Every opportunity I've ever had comes dressed in overalls and work boots. Plain and simple. If you think Sir Richard Branson became a multi-billionaire with the Virgin brand without hard work, then you're nuts. If you're one of these people that think Donald Trump was born with a silver spoon in his man, in his mouth because his dad happened to be a, a slumlord in New York City, then you haven't really read his story or understand where he's coming from. If you think Oprah Winfrey, as crazy as sometimes I think she is, got to where she's at without doing hard work, then you don't know her story either. And I can guarantee you, Art Williams started at the bottom and worked his way to the top. It takes hard work. You want that financial independence? Then don't be looking for some get-rich-quick cockamamie scheme that's out there. I, you know, I've been I've been studying this Zeke Rewards thing, and we're 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 really digging deep into this because it it has been a unique deal. A lot of people are getting involved, and I keep seeing the same thing on the internet by so many uneducated people. Get rich quick, join Zeke Rewards, passive income. Don't do anything, just invest your money. Every one of them a fallacy and a lie. All you got to do is go look at their doggone income disclosure statement, see how many hours a week 
that the distributors that are making real money have put into this thing, and all of a sudden you realize this may be harder than the average traditional network marketing company. But you know what happens? Everybody wants a freebie. doesn't happen that way. Next thing you've got to do is you've got to develop yourself. That's why I said, man, Orrin Woodward's company is great. If you don't want to do that, go to johnmaxwell.com. Go to daveramsey.com. Go to chriswidener.com. Go to zigziglar.com. Listen to the Home Base Radio Network every day. Home Base, uh, Home Business, what is it? The Home Business Radio Network. I'll get it right. Home HomeBusinessRadioNetwork.com. Go listen to it. 40 or 50 different speakers, great music. You've got to do that. Work hard. Next is develop yourself. I just I just talked about that. You can't be setting back. You got to be con- and it better be in every aspect of your life: your health, your financial, your personal development, your spiritual development, your business development, everything. Your personal relationship with your wife. You know, I read over seven books last year just on marriage because I want to be the best husband that I can be. you got to do what you have to do. you got to stay out of debt. That one's self-explanatory. you got to own your own business if you can. I didn't say be self-employed. I said own your own business. Self-employed just means you own your job. I did some consulting with a kid yesterday that I, that I just love. Great kid. lives in South Florida. I said, Troy, i got to go talk to my boss tomorrow about a raise. I said, okay. And then as we started talking, he said, I'm paid as an independent contractor. I said, then he isn't your freaking boss. What you guys have done is you're trying to have an employee relationship, but he's being paid as a contractor. First of all, that's illegal. Second of all, you have to decide, do you want a job or do you want to have the independence and the risk that comes from owning your own business? That was a wake-up call for him, but he took it. you got to spend less than you earn. That's where the good math comes in. You can't be following the government's idea of just spend, 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 borrow, 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 pray that the next generation can cover your butt. One plus one equals two. One minus two equals a negative one. That's bad math. Anytime there's a negative in front of your net worth, it's bad. Anytime there's a negative at the end of the month because you don't have all the bills paid, it is bad. You've got to do the good math. Put the money into an investment vehicle on a regular basis. My granddaughters will be multimillionaires by the time they're 21 because of money that has been put into their investments on a regular basis. Paige and I will not be where our parents are because we have consistently, even in the hard times, Put money into regular investments. Look, I don't care if it's 25 bucks a month. You can go to sharebuilders.com. It's part of the Ing dynasty. And you can invest. Just go in there and, and, and put your money into a nice savings account until you know what stock you want to buy. If you want some suggestions on stock, the Salem Network's good. Ford stock is good. The Hallmark Channel is at a great price right now. Rail America, phenomenal. Primerica is phenomenal. Longevity, which is AL International, phenomenal. I mean, you can do that. And then you don't pull it out no matter what. You just let your interest occur. Smart decisions plus good math equals financial freedom. 
get an education, get better training, work hard, develop yourself, stay out of debt, own your own business. The good math, spend less than you earn, put money away in an investment vehicle, and let your interest occur. That's what it takes to gain financial independence, financial freedom. Not about how much money you're making, but what you're doing to save it. Get rid of the garbage around your house. Put it on eBay. Sell it. Invest the money. Pay off your debt. Constantly be growing inside of yourself and learn the most powerful word in every language, which is no. Delay gratification. When you do that, then you're not going to be looking at other people saying, boy, I wish I'd be like them. All of a sudden, you're going to say, you know what? we got margin in our life now. There's some things we can get taken care of. God is good. Life is better. That's the name of the game. Folks, tomorrow we finish up on Chris's book, and I'll surprise you with the next book that we're going to do. Tomorrow, number 10, Attitude is King. Five attitudes that will make you soar. We're going to have a blast. Live life like it's an epic adventure, and I'll see you tomorrow right back here on RealMentorsRadio.com. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo, and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.